Welcome to Toy Talk with Dr. Tasha Toy, a talk show with probative interviews about relationships, self-care, and so much more. No batteries included. It's time for Toy Talk. Here's Dr. Tasha Toy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Dr. Tasha Toy. This is Toy Talk. No batteries included. No, it's not what you think. It is about you can stand on your own perceptions, your own ideals, and this is the show to help you with that. And without further ado, always on the East Coast, sometimes called the other coast, is my co-host, my partner in crime, one of my dearest, dearest friends, Dr. Karen Reed Hendon. Hello, hello, hello. Happy to be back. And glad to have you back, love. How's it been going? Everything is good. I'm in a good place and a good space. That, celebrating a lot of great things. I I can I, I guess you have ex- have done a lot of things in celebrations. We'll talk about that in a second because that leads us to the topic for today. It is about change is good. And since we have been away. My friends, I have to say I apologize. We have been traveling. We have been doing work, our other jobs that pay the bills, and that has taken us away from you. The last time we were with you was about mm, six weeks ago, and uh, that was a very good session, and in that time, both of us have traveled. We've met up, and we've also done some brainstorming of how we can be a better asset to you, our viewers, and our listeners, and how to make this podcast slash YouTube slash Facebook slash radio show the best that it can be and to utilize your time, your resources, and your talents to the best of your ability. And with that, let's do some updates. The first update I would like to share comes from me. Um, We have extended our time. The last time we were together, we were about 30 minutes. And we, if you notice, we had to rush through our session. So we decided and asked, and Sean was very kind to give us additional time for us. And we have gone from 30 minutes to a whole hour. Yes. <laughs> so hold on to your hat. Hold on to your whatever you usually hold on to, and look for more informative information, follow-up information, and more ability, increased ability for you to engage with us. So without uh, you as viewers and us as uh, producers, editors, whatever we're going to do, we would not be here and putting the time in because you are that important to us. And in doing that, we want you to share and participate with us. You know our email, toytalk, the number two, you at the letter U at gmail.com. Drop us an email. Tell us how we can make it better and what topics you are interested in seeing on the show. The second part of this is our broadcast time. We are no longer going to be on Fridays. We are on Thursday. You get us sooner. Isn't that great? And that, thank you, Karen. Wait, come on, Karen. And that's a good thing. Um, We were originally at Friday at 3 o'clock. Now we're on Thursdays. And so 
the two changes that we're sharing, again, is a longer format and a change in our broadcast time. And that is where uh, you can catch us to uh, learn about more about yourself, the world around you, and things that are important to you. The other thing, um, the final part of this discussion, Karen, is there any update that you feel, feel that you want to share with us since the last time we've been together? Absolutely. There are, are two big ones. Uh, the first one is I celebrated eight years on the job. So Woo! I have been in my role uh, as, um, as a director of diversity for eight full years for my medical school. And that's just really exciting for me. So they keep letting me come back week after week. So that's always exciting. <laughs> the odds are forever in your favor. Forever in my favor. Uh, and I've also had um, some small world experiences happen. So one of the students that I've gotten the opportunity to work with over the past couple of years, uh-huh. he recently um, decided to attend Temple University for his medical education. Yes. Yeah. So that's quite exciting. Only for him to tell me, you know, two of my cousins already and they're there at your school. What? Right. The right. cycle. The cycle. Yeah. Nice and small. Nice and small. So really excited about that and having uh, these young men uh, go through medical education and me being uh, both a champion and an advocate for all three of them. So that's really exciting. And that also I am celebrating one year of home ownership. Ownership. So, um, you know, I was just telling Tasha a little bit earlier that I've started planting flowers in my backyard and I'm looking at paint colors and I'm moving things around. So pretty exciting. Yes. Home ownership is where you get your financial wealth. That is in an investment. And we should do a session on financial wealth. And I think we will and invite some people that we believe that can really help us look at how that growth looks like the resources out there, and to allow our money to work for us in our finance and also talk about our relationship. I think that might be something that we will look on down the road on a larger scale for a month of your relationship with money, making your Mm -hmm. money work for you, and what does debt look like? There's a good debt and a bad debt. And sometimes we just hear the word debt and we're like, oh, my gosh, and we run the opposite direction. That's not the case. And we will uh, probably explore that later on. For uh, another um, part of this is Karen just shared that she has been in home ownership for a while. And we, she's celebrating one year. I'm coming on, I think, June will be the time that I got out of home ownership. It was a, it was a mature house. I'll just say that it was not. It was a lot of love. A hundred year old house means that there was a good bone structure, but you you just can't have a paisley, a wallpaper anymore. Um, you, you can't have carpet on your hardwoods. You know we want them back. So those are the type of things that home ownership talks about. You know, is it a good investment or a bad investment? In my case. Look into the camera, loves. It was a wonderful experience and a good investment. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of which, we're going to transition to our topic for today. Taking a breather, loves. We are going to, we, 
as you can tell, there's a lot of change that has been going on. One of the thick changes, as we shared, is the change in our format as a long extended version. Our placement, uh, Karen shared some of her um, updates and champions and celebrations. I've shared one. I'm not a homeowner anymore, but we'll get back to that later on. But it talks about or is centered on change. And we're about to um, either you're about to start your summer, which is transitioning in a change from your academic year into your summer, longer, uh, longer days, more light outside, um, the ability to go outside and not have to wear every piece of clothing that you own because you're about to become a popsicle, an ice cube um, outside. Um, and also time of euphoria and, and this is where the grass grows. This is where you have a little bit of pep in the step. And that is why we're going to focus on change for today. My dear um, friend and the gap that we've had shared a story with me. And I'm going to ask her to share that with you in a minute of how change, uh, a change conversation she had with graduation. As you know, both of us work in higher ed. And in doing so, we at the end of the year have commencement, graduation, conference. But it also is a time for reflection and looking forward. And Karen had it in a interaction with a student where um, they had to have a heart to heart. So I'll turn it over to Karen. Share with us what that that exchange was like and how we arrived at our topic for today. So um, I believe that this was the conversation that I had with one of the students that I've been working with over the past few years who, uh, as of yesterday, received her white coat at the um, Caribbean Medical School, Ross University. Nice. And she was um, really challenged about going away mm -hmm. for herself because her entire educational experience has been right here in Southeastern Michigan, you know, right. I'm going to undergrad here and, and graduate school and she wanted to stay. And, um, but you know, between MCAT and the, and how cost prohibitive medical admissions can be, yes. uh, it just wouldn't let her be great. And so she'd gotten the opportunity to make the move to go to Ross university and uh, she and I spent some time in my office talking about what this meant for her. So part of it was, you know, me trying to get her to recognize that the, the goal is still the same and that, you know, you want to become a physician, but you're going to have to, you know, change how you view your role in going into this work. Right. So uh, she had to have a heart to heart, not only with, uh, herself, but with her family about what that meant. Yeah. And uh, this is an exciting time for her uh, as she makes this brand new journey. Well, let me go back a little bit. Um, you mentioned uh, she's in medical school. She had a white coat ceremony. If you don't mind, share with those out there in listening and viewing land. What does a white coat uh, celebration mean? So the white coat ceremony is an opportunity for um, brand new medical students to show that they are going into the medical field. And so it's the wearing of the short coat. So it shows that they are a student doctor 
and that they're learning how, you know, they're learning the ways of going into medicine as a profession and as a career. So that's how you're actually able to tell them apart from everyone else mm-hmm. uh, when you are in a hospital setting. Good, good. Now, going back to our original, uh, picking up where we left off, you were talking about um, her transitioning, really trying to grasp moving to the next level of whatever her life is going to be, which is the white cer- white coat ceremony, Ross University. And where is that located again? Uh, it's in the Caribbean. Uh, which country, Karen? Uh, uh, I want to say it's the Virgin Islands. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, um, she had to, and you are located in Michigan. So that's a yes. big jump. So it's not only it, she's not only leaving um, the place that she the only place she knows, um, mm-hmm. she's all and feels comfortable, accepted. She knows the ways about it, but she yeah. is leaving the cold, frigid, snow laden place of Michigan. No offense, and moving to <laughs> the Caribbean. That's not bad. Um, to but you know a lot of people say, oh, I want to pick up and move to the Caribbean. That's not bad. And I get an education, but that takes a lot of guts to say, yeah. I'm going to pick pack up everything and change my entire environment and go somewhere new. Um, Absolutely. After you had this sit down with her, what was, and, and she, obviously she packed up and left. Yes. Looking over your shoulder, what prompted you um, in that exchange did you do some self-reflection and what did you come up with? I did. I did do some self-reflection and I thought about how I actually ended up in the state of Michigan Mm. and how I probably put as much foresight and thought into it as any 17 year old or 18 year old would when they're going away to college and leaving home for the first time. And where are you from originally? St. Louis. All right. St. Louis, Homer Cardinals. Cardinals. (laughs) and just thinking about what that looks like. Uh And now that I'm in a different space in my life, you know, being um, 40, being uh, a mother, being uh, an educator, what would that look like now if I decided to pick up and make the move clear across the country? And what would that look like for me? Could I manage uh, the change that comes along with that, because, you know, you go from one place being home to another place that's not like home to finally have it feel like home to pick up and go somewhere else. Right. Try to, you know, replicate that over. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something to think about. It did give me pause. Oh, and with that pause, what have did you just say pause or did you move past it and say, you know what? Yes, if I was 17, I would move. Or were you like, ooh, if I could tell Karen back then what I know now? Which one, which road did you take? Did you pause and just let it go? Or did you pause and power through and do that sage advice to the younger Kelwin? So I so I had to breathe through it first. (laughs) 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 Right, I had to breathe through it first. But once I did that, I thought about, you know, what would it take Uh if I were to go back in time and talk to myself when I was younger, Uh what advice would I give me as a younger person? And the answer was? 
to not be afraid of something new. Uh huh. To remember all the lessons that your mother and father imparted on you. Uh huh. To recognize that I'm stronger than what I'm giving myself credit for. Uh huh. And that in the end, there's always a soft landing place with those that love me. So there's no real risk with the exception of just putting myself out there. Like there's no, there's no change. There's no challenge unless you put yourself out there to be changed and challenged. Oh my goodness. I tell you, you had a big girl moment, Karen. Look, the past six weeks, it's been real. It's been real over the past six weeks. Who are you? Uh, hey, who are you? Hey, Where you been? Hey, hey, I feel like I've been trying to get to this moment, this point in my life for a really long, long time. And I am just happy that I arrived. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, the thing about it is that not only that you are happy that you have arrived, you have also accepted it. Because so many people will see that they have... um they see the journey and then they see the destination and then they do that reflection and they get mad because they're like, why wasn't I here sooner? Or they just, they're, they have a negative response to the journey. Yours is very positive. You know, you, Mm -hmm. everybody walks their walk and then they get to where they need to get to. And then the question is you look over your shoulder. Yay. Or you look forward, boo, whatever it is. But most right. people are like, I should have been here sooner. Why Why for you in this change moment of a reflection, why were you, why is your perspective so light and positive? I think it's because I recognize that change had to happen. Mm-hmm. That in order for there to be growth for myself, that mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't help me just being in the same, you know, mindset. So I had to readjust my lenses. Uh, The fog had to get lifted for me to recognize that, yes, me, I am responsible for whatever it is that happens to me, but also I'm responsible for how I react to it. Yes. So I can either, you know, be mad about it and blame the world. Yeah. Or I can take ownership of what's happened chalk it up to a life lesson and then begin to make the amends to not travel down that same road again, try a new path. Uh, yeah, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. I'm yes. slow clapping you right now. I'm slow clapping you. And the, the <laughs> other part that was amazing, amazing was the part that you said that those who love me will provide a soft place for me to land. Expand on why that particular viewpoint. Uh, So I think the main reason for it is because I needed to know that even if I put my neck out there and I risked everything, that uh, I wouldn't be completely crushed without knowing that, um, you know, there was support in there. And I think that's a really, really important thing, Um, especially when you fail, because failure is the other side of success. You need to Uh learn how to fail and fail well in order to be successful. 
Um, but knowing that there's someone there when you fall to help pick yourself back up and to dust yourself off and say, okay, you fell down, mm-hmm. you have some challenges, mm-hmm. but here's how we're going to get through it. Right. It gives okay. you that extra push that you need to move forward. And I recognize that some there are some failures that people have that are absolutely devastating and they feel like they just cannot get out of them. And they'll stay stuck in that mode or mentality uh, for a real long time. But that's where that having that support, that that safe, that safe and soft place, that's why it's so important. Uh-huh. You know, some they may say that, you know, it's a failure to launch. Yeah to launch into adulthood yeah Uh, and you know while in some respects it may very well be but for others they need to know that they can lick their wounds Mm -hmm. so that they can back up and try again that's the big part of all of it that even if you fall you have enough support that you know that you can get back up and try again true very very true and it's but you know the thing about it is it's very easy for us to look at that change and taking those risks. But um, in a previous uh, episode of this wonderful show, we talked about your committee. And what you're saying is, we, we talked about constructing your committee. We talked about the duties and responsibilities of that committee. But it sounds like you are holding yourself accountable of actually being in the space with your committee that you surround yourself with. And interact yes. with them because it's very different. Uh, again, you construct, you you delegate duties, and then they do their job. But it's up to the person who constructed this group to actually sit there and accept what they're putting out or accept them doing their job. Because Absolutely. you know, young we young people, uh, we were young. I mean, yes. Depend- I'm still young. I was about to say, depending on the day, I'm still young. Uh, side note, side joke. Uh, I, so it was commencement. And those of you who know uh, me know where I work and knows my other half. And he was, uh, we were both walking for commencement. I had on my robe, which is the blue for Seton Hall University. Whoop, whoop. And Joel had on his um master's uh black robe and he saw a student walked up to the student introduced uh, you know banter hey how you doing what you doing how's your summer and he introduced me and he's like yes this is dr toy blah 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 and i don't know if it's because i was wearing blue or i had my hair in my um hat or whatever but young lady said oh who is she your daughter um she's my favorite person because uh, not only did she recognize that I was younger than Joel, but she also put out there that I was his daughter. So, um, <laughs> young lady, wherever you are, thank you so much. You are now my favorite person in the whole wide world. I will call you every Tuesday for my update on the youth. But the uh, the reason why I'm bringing that up, and we'll go into it in our next segment and then we'll also give you updates of what you can do to um, adapt to this change, which is, you know, don't fight it. But what are the things that are out there to develop your abilities to enhance 
or increase this change. Um, we're going to look at what those things are, both free and paid. But um, we're going to take a few minutes, like I said, and talk about and look at what it means to have your committee to work on your behalf and to listen to your committee. These are the things that we'll be talking about in the next segment. Can't believe it. We have an hour show. I know. Crazy bananas. We'll be back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are talking about change is good. And when we left off, we were talking about not only a young lady who is now my favorite person in the whole world saying that I look younger than my spouse, but we were also talking about our committee and us being uh, receptive of that feedback. And when we were younger, we were always given nuggets of advice. We were giving words of encouragement. We were supported in one way or another. And we are being, um, we have to be honest, when we were young, we really didn't listen to it. So now that we are older, we are really um, listening to those type of things, what our committee, those people around us that love us and support us are saying. And as Sharon, uh, Karen shared, we are, uh, that provides a safe place and the security to take risks, to try something new. And with that change, we are also going to, uh, as we shared in the last segment, talk about experiences and opportunities that are out there for you to take those risks. It could be something as simple as going back to school, which is a very healthy and heavy cost um, or it could be something as simple and free as a YouTube video. So, Karen, we mm-hmm. are talking about self-investment. Uh, that's exactly, I mean, another version of that. Do you want to share um, some perspectives or overview about self, um, self-investment, self which is uh, kind of the tipping point with the discussion of your student embarking on her journey at uh, Ross University? Well, I think it goes back to something that you told me some years ago, which in that no one is going to invest in you better than you. And so whether that is professional development, that yeah. if that is trying to step up your um, care for your health, yeah. uh, your professional development, you know what it is that you need in order to feel like you're... Um, on track for whatever it is that you were trying to achieve. Right, right. And I remember that conversation because we were trying to, I invited you to a conference. Yes. And I was like, you need to come to the conference. And you very nicely pushed back and said, well, I, I can't afford it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have time. I don't. And you made up a long list of the reasons why you should not go to this conference. And I remember, I want to say it was a good 12 to 15 minutes of going back and forth with you with every answer, every question you asked, I came up with an answer. And the more, and I could tell you were frustrated and mad with me. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Because who are you to tell me what my situation is? You don't Um, know me. 
Yeah, you don't know me. You don't know my life, you know. But you, when you said that, and you began to remove some of the barriers. Yeah. Then I could no longer deny that this was a good idea. And while it pinched me for a hot second, because it did, it pinched, it pinched. Sorry. Uh, Love you, girl. But the growth that came out of that was exponential. And it was twofold, too. I mean, I, I've said this many times before, and I will say it again. If you want to know a person who is proficient in networking, I ask you to turn to dear Karen Reed Hendon for skills because I'm 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 an introvert. I know I I'm hosting this radio show. I have another show coming up. We'll talk about that later on. And also, um, I, I do know a lot of people, and a lot of people know me. And I hope that my brand is very firm of being a person who's being receptive and open. But it's very interesting. I, I'm an introvert. Karen is an extrovert, and watching her work is magic. And it was an exchange. You know, having her there, she taught me just by role modeling what it takes to be a fantastic and proficient networker. So, I mean, so it was a twofold. Yes, I pushed you, but also in pushing you, I pushed myself. Because, yes. like I said, I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm fine. I'll wait from a distance and keep it moving. Or we'll do our transactional business. But what does networking look like what are the ways that you network is it time consuming and is it for an introvert a severely whew, happy introvert what does that mean so for me it was a, it was it was class time you have no idea what you did for me oh oh honey thank you you're so welcome so we both both at the same time pushed ourselves because you know, as I was giving you the answers to your barrier questions, I had to, again, gut check myself. And that yeah. leads us to self-investment. Um, and the, the saying that I gave, Karen, just to let you know, it I can't remember, but I think somebody said that to me when I came up with a long list of why I couldn't attend and invest yeah. in myself. And I was just like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And the person said, you know what? I was like, well, you know, my school's not going to uh, pay for it, which is the same thing Karen said. I can't get the days off, same thing Karen said. Um, you know, you don't understand what's going on and how this is going to work. Same thing Karen said. And the person gut-checked me and was like, okay, I have given you one, two, three, and four. I have just solved your issues. I've solved them, but I can't solve what's going on in your head and in your heart to make that step. And so I'm going to have to just get blunt, and you're going to have to stand on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that hurt. Like, like here's it. It pinched, but for me, my knees buckled. Yeah. But then yeah. I, I stood up, brushed myself off, and I went into the fight and knew that that same person had my back. It was that soft landing place, as Karen speaks of. Um, but that le leads me to every so often, I was like, you know what? Why does it just have to be giving myself permission to attend a conference? Could it be something as simple as carving time out of my life to learn a new skill? Yeah. Carving, carving time out of my life 
to learn or, or read a book or going on YouTube or trying something new. I'm an academe, okay? That's wonderful. But is that the only thing that um, defines me? What are all the other things that encompass my life? Or when I look on the list of things that make me happy, is it something that I run towards or something that I shudder looking at? Which goes to, again, self-investment. So let's look at self-investment. We just shared one. One was attending a conference. But Karen, what are some Mm -hmm. of the things, and you've done a lot, I would say, over the past year, of self-investment. Give us, um, I know you have probably three, but let's take them one at a time and let's discuss how you do self-investment. Oh, gosh. It's it's been a number of things that I've done over the course of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of it has been a fair amount of just self-reflection, but not just self-reflection. It's been being able to work with the professional to talk through challenges that I may be having. So let Uh me just put it out there and say that, yes, on a regular basis, I go to a therapist. It is important for me to go to a therapist to talk through all the things that go on. And while I love Tasha and I sometimes (laughs) lay a lot of things at her feet, because I do. You do. Um, it's not fair to her because she has her own things as well. So my going to a therapist, that individual allows me to say all the things that I have to say and yeah. we are able to dissect mm-hmm. how I'm looking at things yeah. and kind of take it into the next level. With that being said, just kind of keeping on the track for health, when she, uh, when she introduced me to the person who is now my new primary care physician Uh and I began to exhibit um, uh, um, signature classic symptoms of anxiety Uh uh, and depression, we worked together to create a plan for me Mm -hmm. so that I could not only work through it, Mm -hmm. but um, have successes despite it. Right. So that meant, you know, not just going to therapy, but changing the way I ate yes. and, uh, you know, um, taking medicine to help with um, regulation yes. and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And the difference that it has made for me has been tremendous. Uh-huh. It has. And that was huge for uh, self-improvement. And and Karen will tell you, I, and she Karen had to come back to um, her her journey of mental health um, stability and happiness and healthiness. And when she wasn't as a friend, knowing that that was something that grounded her, she'll tell you. I was like, okay, um, when, when's the last time you've gone? Have Have you talked to? Did you tell them that? It, yeah. As a friend, I have to also know my limitations. I also have to know and support and encourage that self-investment to another person. It's not all about yes. me. And yes. I, I, real quick, Karen, we, oh, I'm on my way too. Oh, okay. Or when's the last time you gone? Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. You need to go back. You need to go back. Yeah. Please. Yeah. 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 
like you know that you're making a breakthrough when um, the, the therapist says, it's been a minute since I've seen you. Let's talk about what's happened. And then you're talking about it. Light bulbs are going off for your person. Yeah. Like, okay, you have grown through this. Okay, yeah. you have managed to find a way to deal with this. Like, that's important. Mm-hmm. That was, But that was huge. Like, working on the mental piece has also allowed me the space that I needed to connect more to the work that I do at work. Yeah. It has allowed me to figure out the boundaries with working with my daughter. Yes. Uh, and that, you know, on the days that I'm with her, I do not utilize my computer. Cool. So that I could be fully focused on her. Yeah. Um, and and the boundary shaping has been tremendous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been really important. Now, is this one of those things where I would, you know, if I knew then what I know now? Yeah, of course. But you don't know until you actually go through it. Right. Uh, so I'm just really thankful that I do have such a good support system. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And please understand, you know, we as people of color, most like we don't like to talk about, I mean, we talk about our feelings, you know, we complain and we're upset, but when it comes to mental health uh, professionals and utilizing their services, we're less likely to do that. And it's a cultural thing on the norm. And um, Karen shared hers and I I will share with um, mine that I, I use professional uh, mental health services when I was transitioning in teens. And so um, I understand what it looks like and what it does. And when my husband and I were, we did marriage counseling, premarital counseling from a professional and from our spiritual leader. Um, so yes. it is very anchored in what we do. And I do, for me, do that self-investment of, wait a minute, he said we need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to hold him accountable and I need to, let go and do that that growth for myself. Um, another part of the self-investment, Karen, share with us um, your next one of what how you self-invest. Uh, so part of that is getting back control over things that uh, brought me joy, which uh-huh. are also, again, tied to the mental and the physical. Yeah. I recently uh, signed up again to do half marathon training. Cray so cray. you are cray cray. No, no. Well, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, Ownership. but uh, the thing about running is that it helps with creating a discipline. It does. It and does. you have to have discipline in order to um, be willing to invest, which yeah. means, you know, letting go of the phone, yes. um, being in touch with nature around you because you really can't run and listen to earphones. Not that great anyway, unless you're in a contained area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the only thing that you need, like for me, running was the one space that I could go to where I wasn't being pulled on by my child. Mm. I, I wasn't being ask ridiculous questions uh, from people at work uh, and I could just focus. Mm -hmm. So that just helped, um, which meant, you know, taking into account the importance of getting enough rest and the importance of learning all the things that I needed to learn to best care for myself in doing this particular activity. So running, huge self-investment for me. 
And the last one was the money. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to running in a second, but go ahead. Go with the go with your financial self. So the big thing about being the grown up is that you have to figure out how to deal with your dollars. Bills. And so Beyonce Nim bills. Destiny Child yeah. bills. Okay. Bills. Yes, but it's more than just bills. So part of the whole being grown is figuring out how to spend, how to save, how to invest, and how to give away. Mm -hmm. I purposely chose to sign up for an investment class that I took online. The individual that created the investment class, he is now my money mentor. So we talk pretty regularly. Uh, I made the choice to uh, work with a, um, a, a small cap broker firm that's here mm-hmm. in the city. I, uh, I work closely with uh, my accountant and my private banker because we're all invested on making sure that I'm doing the best that I can in managing my dollars. Like, it's been a real 360 for me. Well, I, uh, yeah. Because we've had those conversations driving in. And going back to the running, you are correct that um, that you unplug. You unplug from time to time. And that's cool. Um, And that makes a big difference for you. It's running for me. It's working out. Um, I want to say for the last two weeks I've been working out. um, And if anybody knows me, I do something crazy. And I got it from a person in Rome when I was about to get married and I wanted to be cute and for my wedding uh, one of the things that she suggested um, or told me to do was she said uh, I was like I don't have time to uh, work out and she's a workout phenom she's like well why don't you work out in the morning I said that's I gotta get up at the crack of dawn in order to put in the quality time and then come home, shower, um, get ready for the day. And she was like, and the problem about this is what? You just got to go to bed earlier. (sighs) I tried the first time. And I had the daggers of death in my eyes to everyone who was there. And And it was not just one person. It was like 50 people who were working out at this time of morning. Craziness. And... But you know what? Here's the thing. I know I'm I'm no longer in that program, but it's something that I keep up. I try to get up by 4, 4.30, um, no later be out the house by 4.15, at the gym, getting it in by 4.50 because it's right around the corner, 24 hours. Put in a good solid 30 minutes of cardio. In addition to that, doing a strengthening, a strength uh, conditioning because – Cardio is good for my heart, but we are women and osteoporosis and our bones are a little bit become fragile. And um, and to prevent that, because I do have a family history of that, I do weight training and all of that together is about 45 minutes. And that gives me enough time to go back home and take my time in order to get ready. And that means I can shower and put on my makeup and I'm not rushing to get out the door. By the time I go to work, I've been up for four hours and I'm ready to kill it. Yes. But that's and 
muscles are sexy. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. And and running. Okay, so I did. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to a person in St. George by the name of Allie. You know who you are. We made the commitment that I am going to do a 5K Karen, which is flat. Okay. <laughs> In October, so that's why I'm it's trying to get my cardio. Yeah, I don't like you. All right. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I join you in that quest of running. Um, one day, and all, but doing the the physical self investment and improvement, the money management. I'm with you on that. We both said that 2019 was going to be our financial freedom moment that we were going to make our money work for us instead of us working for our money. Um, And then in addition to that, looking at um, how to do it the best way and going back and talking about your uh, moments of uh, support you said you did an investment class and I remember you saying this is the best I can do it at my own time and you Mm -hmm. shut down in order to to really invest in it because it's not just you it's also your family and we talked about family wealth and health and that they're tied to that and not only did you learn it you're starting to utilize that and for me I'm not ready to go down that investments um tunnel i need to get out of debt i I, for me my relationship with it is i need to get out of debt first let let me do this first and i can get my breathing room on the other side not saying that i'm not but it's i this is a i'm working on it too it's a prime time of saying you know what is your what's important to you for me this go round, it is for me to do um to get out of debt and to get my house in order, literally, we're not going to talk about the boxes and to get it together that we can, so I can enjoy it. So I can really, if I do it now, I'm going to do it half done. And that's not fair to the process and to you, you know, being a partner in this and to me. So that is where that comes from. But the other thing is we're talking about just making a list or doing that reflection piece and holding yourself accountable and making that work. The other part that I would say is I would challenge each one of us. When is the last time that you have read a book? Okay. It doesn't have to be a book about what I'm going to do in my life. It doesn't have to be a book about what what is the next thing it should be a book about something you like and enjoy it could be something as simple as i know a lot of people are doing brene brown um Uh i know some people are going back and reading um game of thrones (laughs) game of thrones i just want you to know that as a part of my self-care i managed to watch all seven episodes in about that six week that seven seasons in about a six week time span it was such a hard emotional work but i managed it (laughs) tonight when the final episode is on i will be on twitter hashtag dumb thrones what they got a hashtag about that Yes, a hashtag about it so that we can Did get you through say it dim together. Did you Just like scandal. Spell 
Oh, scandal. I miss you so much. Spell, tell me again, what's the hashtag? Spell it for the people. Hashtag D-E-M. That's right, with the D. Thrones. T-H-R-O-N-E-S. Dem Thrones. Dem Thrones. Well, I I have to say, uh, the Black Twitterverse is always my favorite place to go um, and, and get my my dose of realness in the crazy life that is ours. Yes. <laughs> uh, hashtag black dissertations. Um, I would, <laughs> but you know, I, I, you're right. It could be something as simple as that because that's self-investment. Yeah. You are investing your time to do something that you enjoy, which is watching the game of Thrones or in our case, scandal also yes. in there too. It is a time where, um, and a lot of people think self-investment is where you're supposed to, you know, increase your money. You're supposed to increase your situation, your houses, your land, your property. But it could be something as simple as retiring, you know, letting something go, get a rest. When was the last time, my friends, my loves, that you went on vacation? Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's been a minute. Yes. And, and just as a, as a sidebar, I'm a vacation and a trip are two entirely different things. Thank you. They are different. Tell them again. A vacation. What's a vacation? A vacation is when you are actually chilling. You're cooling out. Are, There's nothing are you taking that email? you need to do. Are you taking emails for work? Are you taking emails? For vacation. I'm not checking email. What else? I'm not asking questions about my daughter because I know Who? she's safe with her people. Who? I don't know. What? Yeah. Your mom? I'm I didn't not know that. About work. What? That is a vacation. Vacation. A trip. A trip. You trip. are managing all of it. You're managing details. What? And you are still answering stuff at work. Huh? And, and did the baby get picked up from school and all of that? Little John and it. Do they need a vacation from their vacation? No. What they yes. had was a trip. Thank you. Thank you. Do you get up on your trip? I mean, on your trip, do you get up and choose your clothes for your day? Because you are going to go to meetings and other engagements. You got to put on your armor. Is that a trip? Yes. What's the vacation? A I may or may not shower. How about that? Yes. I'm, yes. Uh. Yes. Yes. I snored. What about it? What about it? What about it? What you going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're talking about. Yeah. No emails. So, real, real vacation. No is meetings. On the no, I'm going to slip this in. Right. And then more to words of Karen. Say it with your chest. Vacation right. and trip, two different things. I had to learn two that. I learned that yeah. this year. Because somebody who gave birth to me was like, you're always traveling. I'm like, yes, I am. You're always traveling. I am. When are you going to slow down? I don't know. What are you, you know, it, but people that don't have that life don't understand you are still working two and three jobs, regardless of the time change, regardless of um, who says what to who. You are still working. Mm-hmm. Trying to put it all together. So mm-hmm. vacation, trip, two different things, and uh when we get off of here, Karen, we need to figure out what, what our vacation is going to be. Yes, absolutely. Vacation time is the right time. Absolutely. Hashtag 
Bye, Felicia. Um, the next thing, uh, we talked about books. We talked about conferences, which prompted us on this road of change. Um, workshops. Uh, there are on there are many different workshops, but I would like to use the workshop as another one to slide into our next one, which is online. All of those things that we talked about is going to be what we call in higher education. Um, direct engagement or active engagement where you are face to face with a person but there's something else I mean this you know I'm a tech person I'm an educational technology person I love it to death when it works and that is where we come up with our next one which is your online options mm -hmm. the one thing that prohibits in our minds our hearts our pockets our experiences is that the reason why I don't do X Y and Z is because I don't have the finances that's a lie stop lying to yourself there are tons of things online that will teach you and the first one for me will be hold on to your tookus I like you put on your thinking hat Pinterest Yes, Pinterest. Pinterest, it gives you everything. Yes. yes. You was going to say something, Karen. So do you remember when you turned me on to Pinterest? And you're welcome. It was that same conference that she was trying to make me go to. <laughs> and I have been addicted <laughs> to this thing ever since. But yes. the development yes. has been huge. I have learned how to make things. Yes. This is how I got into sewing as a hobby. Yes, yes, correct, correct. Gardening as a hobby. Yes. I have a whole little Pinterest page of things that I've tried and won. Yes. And you have your sorority Pinterest board. I, I go buy it. I got one for my sorority. I got one for this podcast. I got one for a whole bunch of books, books I want to yes. read and people's suggestions yes. and stuff. So, I mean, Pinterest is that spot. And the going back to the conference, me, <laughs> me sharing about the conference, me sharing you about Pinterest, here's the other thing. Remember when at this last conference, that's why we were away, we were going attending another conference together. Um, remember um, one of the websites I shared with you about finance that kind of helps you with finances, which was bag, borrow and steal. Yes. And rent the runway. Yes. And for those of you who are a little bougie with no money, like I do bag, borrow and steal. It was on sex in the city to uh, Jennifer Hudson. Thank you. Shout out uh, where you borrow or you, uh, have a subscription and you participate in this group where you can borrow purses, high end purses for a month for a very low, low price insurance included. And you return it, uh, rent the runway, rent the runway is the exact same things where you can rent clothes. I mean, ball gowns, evening gowns, everyday clothes, purses, handbags, hats, sunglasses, and jewelry for a very simple price. And you, Receive it, you use it, you send it back in that order. And the yes. reason why I brought that up is because when I brought it up, Karen was like, oh, why are you telling me this? I just go buy the purse. But my thing with her was, you know, you only have so much space. Right. 
And that's a major investment with the the price tags of these purses, handbags, or whatever. And think about long-term, how often are you going to use them? So would you spend $30 right now? Well, I mean, both of us are in a sorority, and we have requ- we have attire requirements sometimes. You know, everybody wear only white for mm-hmm. this evening gown event. Mm-hmm. That means you got to go find this white gown, make sure it fits, and then wear it. Where mm-hmm. you, you may or may not next year, the color might be green or blue, and you have mm-hmm. this white dress just sitting there that you've paid anywhere between fifty to three or four hundred dollars for, and it's yep. your size. What do you do yes. with it? It just sits. Or I got a get... white dress in my closet right now. It's just. <laughs> And so what do you do? It sits or you give it away, which you still not, you know, it's still not an investment because you're still out of that money that you put forth. Yes. So and that's where I am. I was like that, that talk about money management. That is that moment. Yes. Yes. And obviously there are going to be things that you're going to purchase that you're going to keep like shoes, for example, uh, I know for myself, I have a, at least a good six or seven pairs of just black shoes. I know this about myself. True. But I also work to invest in those things, which means learning how to take care of those things. Mm-hmm. Getting to know your cobbler is important. The Ooh. person that can repair your shoes. Getting yourself a great tailor. Yep. This is another piece of that self-investment. And okay? that's a tailor not a tailor okay we're not talking about you, you know buki and kishinim on the corner who can give you a hem a tailor that means your hem came out that means that it's not just a hem and a button it's you know what i need this taken in i need this taken out i need i need i need and it's not going to be like yes. oh we don't do that here all right yes tailor seamstress talk about it later um because we are going to be running um over on time i want to just share that the places where you can go to learn more about yourself and to really invest as we shared is going to be pinterest Mm -hmm. youtube Mm -hmm. youtube is free and there are a number of individuals out there who are willing to share their secrets with you for free on youtube um i would say First, uh, put your what you want to learn in there, how to, and then fill in the blank. And then it will come up. Look at, uh, first, is it sponsored? And does it have ads? And then second, see how many people have viewed it. And what is the percentage of people who enjoyed their experience watching said video? For me, I know my attention span is uh, short. I also go and look to see, is it concise? A lot of YouTubers um, are not professionals. Uh, They're just people like me and you, and they ramble. I hope that we don't ramble for you, but uh, (laughs) they ramble, and it takes them a long time to get to the nitty-gritty. So look at those things. Use that as a checklist on the YouTube to figure out what do you need to self-invest in. And it could be something as simple as this, that, or the other. From the smallest things of I want to learn how to clean my bathroom better with all natural products that I can mix in my kitchen to something as big as what Karen shared of investing in finance. But also remember the disclaimer on all things is that you are taking this up 
and that the the people on the YouTube and other places are not professionals. So do seek professional certified help on anything that you see that you will be interested in partaking. Um, I want to uh, use that as the last piece of our time together and say, lovely Karen, it has uh, always been a pleasure spending this quality time with you. Yes, same here. I hope that we can do it again next time um, with our topics and that we have imparted some wisdom on each of us from me to you, Karen, and from you, yes. Karen, to me, and from the both of us to the both of you. If you want to see us in action, we are always on YouTube, Facebook, and we will be posting this on our own Facebook page. We are also on uh, Spotify, y'all. Um, so just know that if you miss any episode of Toy Talk, no batteries included, you can catch up just like Karen did on like uh, Games of Thrones at any time. Please yes. share your videos. <laughs> say yes, say no. And again, Toy Talk, the number two, the letter U at gmail.com for your comments, your feedbacks, and your suggestions on what we need to do or a topic that is interesting to you. Thank you. And without further ado, we'll see you next time. This has been Dr. Tasha Toy, Dr. Karen Reed Hendon. Have a good day. Take care. Bubba. Bye-bye.